You're listening to the Buildify Method Podcast, where we're all about mindset, systems, and profit. As a nationally recognized business consultant, coach, and speaker, your host, Aaron Keith, is passionate about supporting the entrepreneur community by sharing his knowledge gained from coaching over 10,000 entrepreneurs in nearly 20 years, companies ranging from billion-dollar enterprises and celebrities all the way to Main Street and small startups. Each Buildisode's blunt, no-bullshit conversation is led by Aaron along with his co-host, Ryan Coyne, a veteran tech consultant and nationally recognized speaker. Each week, Aaron and Ryan deconstruct mental and physical aspects of the topics that challenge all successful entrepreneurs, while also providing coaching, insight, and specific advice on distinctions that affect all growth-minded entrepreneurs. So listen up. It's time to work on your business, not just in your business. Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Aaron Keith. I want to welcome you all to the Buildify Method podcast. I'm joined today with my co-host, Ryan Coyne. Thank you, Aaron. I could not be more pumped for today's build episode, which is on one of my favorite pieces of content, performance and effectiveness. Yes. So Aaron, I know the Buildify Method's formula for producing results is a very effective one that you've honed for a long period of time. Can you talk about that process and, and that formula for producing results? Absolutely. You know, as a, as a business coach and consultant to CEOs and entrepreneurs, oftentimes the, the subject comes up I want to perform better. I want my company to perform better. So in this episode, we're really going to dive into the performance of the CEO, and then we're going to do another episode specifically on the performance of your company. So to look at the formula of how we as entrepreneurs, as CEOs, business owners, for us to really increase our performance and effectiveness over the last 20 years, I've been able to kind of distill this down to a little bit of a formula that we can we can map ourselves against and kind of self-diagnose what part of this formula may be missing that if we fixed it would increase our performance and effectiveness in the area that we're working on. So as we go through this, the whole entire formula matters, right? But when you're mapping yourself against the formula, you have to be asking yourself, how is this one applying? Because sometimes one ingredient is where you need to focus. Sometimes it's multiple. So let's, let's get into the formula and then we can discuss. So the first ingredient in the uh, Billify method formula for producing results is alignment. Second one is clarity. Third is commitment. Fourth is intentionality. And fifth, consistent action over time. So let's discuss. So alignment, mentally, emotionally, and physically aligned to what it is that you say you want to produce. You've got to be aligned to what it is that you want. Clarity. You got to be super clear on what you need and what's involved in producing that commitment. You got to be 100% committed hat is thrown over the fence and you're going to figure out a way to go get it. Intentionality, be very intentional and focus on what it is that you want. Then obviously consistent action over time is self-explanatory. You're taking actions consistently, consistently, consistently. Yeah, that's a huge one that we see that a lot of people don't follow through and keep doing that. You know, whether it's whether it's mental, emotional, or physical, we all have areas of our lives. You know, the f- physical fitness one is one that's really, really common with everybody. That even if you're not an entrepreneur, everybody's been a part of sticking to a diet, sticking to good business practices, you know, continuing with your follow ups. You build this great system, but if you don't stick with it over time, you can't really trust that you did it the best way because you, know, you won't be able to yield that long term success. Absolutely. So when I'm looking at businesses, just to give everybody a little bit of an example of this, and a business owner comes to me and maybe, you know, 
the area of sales isn't working or, you know, um, the business keeps going up and down and up and down. One of the things that's good for them to do is sit back and look at this formula and ask themselves, all right, am I not aligned somewhere? Am I mentally not aligned? Am I emotionally or physically just not in check here? Clarity. Do I actually know the exact numbers that I need? Do I know the actual timeline in which it should be taking us or me to get that result? How committed am I? Am I really 100% all in on this or am I waffling somewhere? How intentional, like how focused have I been on this? Has my attention been going other places? And like to your point, the consistent action. You know, we as humans, we're not always the most consistent creatures. And let's just be straight about this. Anytime that you as the CEO are going after a big goal or you're going after, you know, growing and stretching your company to that next level, it's fucking confronting. It is. And human nature tells us when we get confronted, we start to undo our performance as a way of self-sabotaging. So it's just, it's normal. It's human. Uh, You're not bad if you do it. You're not good if you don't do it. It's just pretty normal. So as a stopgap, you want to have something in place that from time to time, you're pulling out this formula and you're walking through each one of these questions and asking yourself, how am I performing in my alignment? my clarity, my commitment, my intentionality, and my action. And generally, most of the entrepreneurs that I work with, when we look at this formula from time to time, they generally find multiple things that they can improve upon. And by doing that consistently, it hedges their performance, generally keeping them performing near the top of their performance ladder. So it's a a great structure to put in place. I would recommend that everyone type this up put it on their wall, make it the screensaver of your phone. It's a really awesome formula to have. Yeah, I agree. Now, being present to those consistent actions is 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 the Achilles heel that I see the most frequently is not followed through on. I just right. can't say it enough. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Aaron, how do you keep yourself performing at your best? Good question. Um, I would say it's actually something we talked about in a previous episode is my morning routine is one of the biggest structures I have. So, We'll talk about that here in a few more minutes, but I'd say my morning routine is is definitely one of the biggest things I do. Something else that I think is not talked about enough that works very well for me anyway, is staying connected to why I do what I do. And I don't mean like the big picture of my career. I mean like the difference that I get to make. Like it's a privilege and an honor to intimately be connected to all these people's businesses and the inner workings of their finances Um, You get to learn so much about people. So it's a very intimate relationship. And I feel very honored to be able to do that. So staying connected to why I do this and the difference I get to make really makes a difference in my performance because I have to perform at my best so I can have my clients perform at their best. So it's an integrity that gets created. It almost holds me accountable to doing my work on my end because if I don't do my work, I can't have my clients do their work. So I think it's my morning routine and really staying connected to, to that that helps me the most. What about you? What, what keeps you in check? You know, what, what keeps you focused on the prize? Well, besides my family that I have to provide for. Um, That's a big one, though. Like, it's I, a big one. It's yeah. a big motivation. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I often talk about when other people that are, are in my generation or peers of mine ask me, like, my goodness, the production. Uh, yeah, try having a kid at 23 and having no choice but to figure it out, make ends meet and have somebody that you want to be a role model for. 
Uh, definitely a good kick in the ass. That's for sure. Yeah. And beyond that, I find that performance goals that I set for myself, achieving them is huge. It's a dopamine hit, just like any other thing on you know social media, whatever else for lots of people. Um, I don't really care about how many likes I get on posts, but man, do I love logging into my dashboard and seeing my sales, you know, being over half a million dollars in the first half of the year. And I'm not even a salesperson. Right. Um, or, or being able to tell, Hey, listen, I put 50 hours in this week and it didn't even really feel like work because I'm working on projects that I really enjoy. Uh, that's, that's a big one for me is that I get to have the luxury at this point in my career of choosing a lot of the projects I'm working on of choosing a lot of the clients that I'm working with. And that's in and of itself a big motivator to keep going is because I know that just around the corner is going to be another really fascinating project or experience or wonderful group of people to work with that I get to be a part of their success. You know, this morning I woke up to an email that was uh, essentially like a performance recap from a Black Friday sale that a client of mine was running. And when I found out that they did over $200,000 in business from just a few days around the Black Friday sale, and they went over a million dollars in sales, that was a really good feeling to know that I was instrumental to being part of that. Absolutely. And I think you said something that I don't want us to step over. I think that is actually very important. If you all listen to what Ryan just said, one of the things that he he mentioned is he gets to choose his projects, that he can work 50 hours and it didn't feel like work. I think for all of us, when we are paying attention to what do we love to do, right? And really trying to keep as much of our time focused on what we love to do and where our skill set is, that hedges our performance. Now, I don't mean by any stretch of the imagination that, you know, if you don't love it, you don't do it. Because listen, we're, we're business owners. There's plenty of shit that we have to do that we don't love to do. Oh, no, of course, of course. But I think in the world of performance and effectiveness, the more you can find a way to structure your, your business life so that you're doing things that you really enjoy, it's your skill set, also helps aid to that performance level. Okay, so we've, we've talked about the Buildify Method formula. Let's shift gears now and look at some of the, the other systems and, and structures and processes that we as entrepreneurs should have in place to, again, keep hedging our personal performance. So we mentioned morning routine. I don't want to get in that a lot right now. We uh, Ryan and I have done a podcast on that. I suggest you all go listen to that one if you want to hear more about the morning routine, but it is a very big structure. Um, the next structure that I usually bring up is uh, your calendar. Your calendar is a massive, massive structure that every one of us needs to have in place. And again, Ryan and I have done a podcast on this one. So without uh, diving into lots of detail here, I was just going back and listening to the podcast on uh, task management and scheduling. So the next system I love to geek out about, I think this is so, so, so powerful. And Ryan, I'd love your input on this too, is... As entrepreneurs, we generally have our staff have daily checklists or weekly or monthly checklists. But I find a lot of my clients, they don't have one for themselves. Very and common, yeah. I don't know why. Um, I don't know. I, I know from my experience back in the day when my business coach had me uh, put one of these in place, I felt like I was being reprimanded or like there was something wrong with me that I had to write it down. And because, now, because to, to them, it's counterintuitive to being an entrepreneur that's in charge of your own time and how you spend it. Right. It's to have, yeah, it's to have something else that's telling you what to do. That's the attitude. Yeah. And I think that's the attitude that diminishes performance. So I want to say that again, so everyone really gets it. That was a really big point. When you're an entrepreneur who's interested in taking your performance and effectiveness to another level, 
it's not emotional. That's why a daily, weekly, and monthly checklist matters so much. You don't get to just do whatever you want to do when you want to do it. That's a fairy tale. That's something you get to do when you're financially free. When you're building companies, your your calendar is given by the daily checklist, the weekly checklist, and the monthly checklist. As CEOs and entrepreneurs, the, the checklist I think is the most important is your weekly and monthly. Not so much interested in your daily right now. Your weekly checklist is absolutely fucking critical. Your weekly checklist should walk you through what you're supposed to do in every department of your business. Management, administration, finance, marketing, sales, production, and quality assurance. Your checklist should tell you what reports to read, what statistics to review. It should walk you through everything that's critical in you running your business at its peak. Absolutely. But I also want to squeeze in here that if you don't set your daily, weekly, and monthly checklist for yourself, which is you getting to decide what you want to do, even though it may seem counterintuitive, it's not. If you don't do that, you all too frequently end up doing only what other people want you to do because the squeakiest wheel is getting the grease. Right. You have people coming at you from all directions. I need approval on this. You have to read this. Please check that. Call this person. Put out this fire. Settle this controversy. Make this decision. Give me this raise. You know, so it, it all gets in the way of doing what you need to do. So then business owners at the end of the week, the, the month, whatever, they end up saying, my goodness, I'm so behind. I, I haven't been able to do all the things that I want to do and I feel overwhelmed. That's because you don't have these checklists and you're letting other people decide how you spend your time because it's too sporadic. You are so correct. Business owners just end up becoming reactionary and their little ping pong balls being bounced and forth between fires. And so they end up being a victim to their circumstances. They're not in control. So if you want to be consciously in control of your calendar, get a weekly checklist in place and a monthly checklist in place. So quick coaching on that. Your weekly checklist is a little bit more tactical. Do this, do that, do this, do that. Your monthly uh, checklist is a little bit more uh, 50,000 foot view style where it's reviewing how the month went, looking over all the KPIs, all the statistics, all the reports. So you have a very clear understanding of how your month went down, how you did against all your goals and measurements. And then the second part of your monthly checklist is planning the upcoming month. So you're doing your monthly planning. So very, very important things to put in place. I'd say the next is meeting agendas. I think meeting agendas are something that aren't, uh, they're just not talked about enough. I don't think people give them enough weight, but having a really powerful, well-designed meeting checklist is great for your performance and the performance of your staff. Ryan, is there any, any tech that can help with this? Because most people just don't have a lot of organization on their meetings. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, meeting agendas in general, you know, are are tough to get present to. They're tough to uh, to decide what everyone needs to to actually have on there to discuss. You know, the person who's in charge of putting the agenda together is usually putting out something on Teams or Slack or email saying, "Does anybody have anything that needs to be added to the meeting agenda?" You know, so they kind of get messily put together. There's right. very seldom an ultimate, uh, you know, order of things that can be discussed. You're always going to have new business that didn't get finished up from the previous week, either because you're being out of time or some other kind of criteria wasn't met to being able to close out an action item that needed to be further discussed or, or, or finalized. Right. Um, so I find that using something 
you know, we've talked about project management software before, but meeting agenda software, there's actually a whole bunch of different, like if you type in like board meeting software, you'll get a couple different ones that are free. Um, there's one that's called Flow, uh, called getflow.com is one that I really like. That actually has a bit of a project functionality to it, similar to Basecamp and others, but it's also got a meeting agendas component built in. And you've also got Soapbox. Soapbox.com has awesome meeting agenda features built in um, that you can generate them. You can collaborate on them. It also has a notebook to be able to take notes during those meetings and keep minutes and things like that. So Soapbox is great to be able to just off the shelf, you know, run your meetings much better. And of course, if you want to kick it old school and you want to just use a Word document and somebody's taking down notes, you know, standard, um, on the nonprofit board that I'm on, we have a secretary that just takes the minutes using a Microsoft Surface that we keep mm-hmm. in the boardroom, uh, and it's taken into a Word doc that gets shared out. That's low tech in my mind, you know. Absolutely, be something structured. So I would really recommend Soapbox for that, um, and to, to enjoy it quite a bit if you give it a shot. I love it. Yeah, and as time rolls on here, people that are listening to the podcast today, you guys will be able to find all of my daily, weekly and monthly meeting agendas for most departments of your company, we have baked in all these meeting agendas into the uh, Buildify software. So when you guys get a chance, you guys can demo the software and you'll start to see a lot of those meeting agendas are baked in there. You'll have some good examples to work with. Benefit of which being that everything's integrated, of course. Yeah. So let's look at kind of the next area. I think that is, for me, it's the cherry on top with performance, which is KPIs, key performance indicators. I don't think enough entrepreneurs spend the time to look at the KPIs by department. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs are focused on whatever is the thing that's on fire, like you mentioned earlier, where it's maybe it's the sales KPI or maybe it's, uh, you know, their finances, but it's the totality of their business that needs to be managed if you really want to hedge performance. So having KPIs in each area of your business is critical. Now, Ryan, this is really your area here. For us entrepreneurs that are just not amazing at tech, what software do you recommend that we use to to manage all these KPIs and view them easily and effortlessly? Okay, so this is a loaded question because there's a lot of competition out there in this particular app space. Okay. So in the in the build a so description today, please check it. There's going to be some good information and links for everybody to check out. And the homework that I'm going to be uh, asking everybody to complete is to at least check these out. I'll have some links to the meeting software, and I'm also going to have some links to this um, to the KPI dashboard software. Okay. Um, at the cybersecurity company I work at, we use something called BrightGage that very, very tightly integrates into what we use to manage the entire business, and we can set it to monitor all different kinds of things. So you know, for certain companies that you're already using a line of business management software, BrightGage is great for tapping into existing data sources. Uh, Microsoft Power BI, Power Business Analytics, is a wonderful, wonderful tool. Um, BI stands for Business Insights. Um, That can be included with Office 365. It requires a little bit more configuration, but it's very, very powerful. Um, Then we've got things like uh, Clipfolio. It's a really, really common and and, uh, wonderful one. It's really attractive looking. And a lot of my clients have asked me to help them set up like, you know, a giant TV in their office where it shows the the dashboard all day long that the CEO can look at um, and see how people are doing in real time during the day. And then you've got ones like uh, scoreboard, which is provided by KPI dashboards.com. Guess what they do? Um, simple KPI.com is another one and databox.com is another one. Checking them all out. You'll see which one fits your business because of either what it plugs into 
or price and scaling and tiers and things like that. Um, but there's a few different ones that depending on what you're tracking and what you want it to look like, what you want it to talk to, whether that's QuickBooks or Salesforce or anything else that you're using to track other areas of the business, there's a bunch. If I had to recommend one above all others, I'd probably say Clipfolio because they are so common. There's so much information and, and knowledge base on the internet that you can Google things that you're trying to figure out how to do because it's so popular. Uh, that's a that's a great feature is anything awesome. that's so popular that it's well supported and there's a community built around it. Right. And just for my naivete, with these things, can they attach to QuickBooks, Excel documents? Like what can they attach to? Yeah, they can pull from a variety of sources. Some of them are much more capable than others. Um, for example, the reason I'm recommending Clubfolio above the others is because it's got integrations built right in that you can basically click. Like I want Clipfolio to talk to HubSpot and you can put in your HubSpot credentials and it just starts pulling in that data Wonderful. Uh, pretty effortlessly. Now, if you're going to want to talk to something that it doesn't talk to what's called natively, you know, where there's a built-in button with the logo of the company you want it to talk to, you can always use a third-party tool like Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R, okay. um, that is designed to be a connecting tool for two things that don't have a built-in integration. Gotcha. Um, now, some of these things can get a little complex to connect. But there's really simple guided walkthroughs. There's, you know, I want this to talk to that kind of uh, like really easy interfaces where you just choose from a dropdown. And if you do this on business day, it's, it becomes something that if you put a couple of hours into setting it up, it is a tool that will pay you back dividends from being able to have an at a glance, like you said, bird's eye view uh -huh. of everything that's going on in the business that's important to you to be tracking. I love it. Yeah, that's great. All right. So. Let's look at the homework that everyone has for this week. So this week's homework is, first of all, write down the Buildify method formula for producing results, put it up on your wall, put it on your phone, get it visible, something that you're constantly looking at. You could even build it into your weekly checklist. Listen to the, the morning routine podcast that we did. There's a ton of information that we think is valuable that you should pull from that. Then listening to the scheduling podcast. Again, a lot of information you guys want to pull from that one. And again, the homework that I'm recommending this week is to check out the meeting and KPI dashboard software that will be in the Buildisode description that will help you make your meetings and your KPI tracking more efficient. Thank you for joining us today on the Buildify Method podcast. Please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. It'll help other like-minded entrepreneurs discover us and benefit from the community we're building. Please check the Buildisode description for helpful links and for our email address to send us feedback and questions that you'd like answered on the show. Go out there and crush it.